<laughs> What's going on, everyone? It's God. Brian and Jim here at Drinking Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour Podcast. Oh, I'm so glad to be doing this again in person. <laughs> Violated. But yes, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 248. Thank you for joining us tonight. Brian, we're joining each other. And why are we doing that, Brian? <sighs> well, Jim, let me just address something real quick before we get into that. This is the second motherfucking time we're doing this. <laughs> and I, it is completely on me. It's my fault. I accidentally had my fucking mic on mute. So, um, you stupid bitch. Uh, yeah. So, I, I, we had to re record a lot of stuff after many beers. So, um, we're here together tonight because we did the record the review finally of Bionic Commando. So, we had to refinish this review. We had to redo the Krusty Corner. Krusty Corner is back this week, by the way. And we have to redo half of this podcast. Good work, Brian. So Banner I, moment. I told Jim, as I was setting up today, I've gone through four different SD cards because the little lock mechanism on the side broke off. So I kept breaking them off other ones to try and fix said SD cards. Um my tripod is missing a leg, so it's currently zip-tied to another tripod just to make this camera work. But I'm taking a picture. You have to put a picture of this and, on the video and, version. And, in the, and I said to Jim, I said, like, literally everything that could go wrong did. And when we record our reviews, uh, I tend to – we each mute our mics when we're doing the specific sections. So I muted my mic, and sure enough, before we got to the overall, I never hit un unmute and then in the middle of us recording the last episode i looked down i'm like huh my mic isn't registering i unmuted it and i was like i pray it's only because i had to like change batteries do something and so i was wrong so it, it's completely me it's um i want to shit on brian more but i know that i would be due right after to fuck up on my own and i am not doing this a third time yeah so uh you would get an awkward intro to the half of a podcast so yeah we're here again again but we are happy to be in person because this is what we prefer to do it is good to see each other it is good to you know be able to deal with that but uh yeah for the second time in a row See, Brian couldn't handle being around this raw masculinity. So, you know, he fucked up. Things happen. After I just had to hear about hentai golf for what is now probably 10 minutes, I've had my fill. So between doing the Krusty Corner twice, talking about it briefly in the first recording, and doing it right now as we jump into what we've been playing, yeah, I brought back the corner, saw a little sale on a game in a group chat, and I was like, yeah, well, I do have a segment. So I hopped all over that. So for one dollar, you can check that out over at patreon.com slash drink and play a game. But I've also been playing Rocket Knight Adventures for the Beat 5 franchise we have going on. Sat down, did my game recording of it. I learned a harsh lesson there myself, Brian. So when I was doing my practice rounds on it, I was using my MiU Mini. And it's a, for those who don't know, it's a small little handheld. It's kind of like the size of a Game Boy Pocket, I would say. And yeah, uh, you know, emulator device. And it had a European ROM on it. The European ROM of Rocket Knight has two difficulties. Easy and hard. Easy gives you the bullshit ending. Hard gives you the real ending. And it was tough. But I practiced. I was like, all right, I'm ready to game record. I don't want to spend all my time, you know, on failing and chewing up hard drive space that way. So I have the US version. Popped it in my Retron because I know I'd be doing some save stating for convenience. And I was like, all right, I got to play it on hard so I can see the ending. And Not realizing... They 
fucked up the goddamn like they give you four difficulties. So there's child, easy, medium, and hard. But medium is actually supposed to be hard. Hard is very hard, and easy was supposed to be medium. And I could have just seen the difficulty, the ending on that. Nope, played on goddamn hard and got my ass kicked all over again. Wasted way more goddamn time than I was expecting to. So, Jim, here's my question. Lucky me. Are you just cursed now because you played Shadow to just replay games multiple times? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> if I'm going to be doing Game Catcher, I want to like not waste my time like doing multiple tries of everything and you know trying to scrub through all this footage of me failing. So, yeah, I'm starting to... Bionic Commando I played through three times. Rocket Knight I played through three times. I, it's the roll of threes, Brian. <laughs> it's the best law of comedy. Well, Jim, I already explained to the folks how I've been cursed so far with this podcast. And how. But, uh, yeah, when talk, talking about games I've been able to play or have played the past week. So I mentioned in the last podcast I went through Fortnite and I was doing all these like quests for my son. Right. You also mentioned this about 45 minutes ago. I sure did, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, I promised them. I was like, yo, you can get the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle skins whenever they come out. I don't know prices in Fortnite. We've never bought shit. So I was like, whatever. We'll buy them some skins. Um, we get home from school on a Friday. I tell them, go downstairs. You can go ahead and buy it. I come down and I look and I'm like, why does it say you have 10,000 V-Bucks? Oh. I don't know what the hell V-Bucks cost. I know nothing. So I... Looked at the store and I was like, oh, the TMNT stuff was like 6000 But he bought every character, all their variations of skins. He didn't just buy like one or two. Like, so he bought the whole shebang. And I said, what did you do? And he said, well, I bought the most expensive thing. So here he spent $90 on V-Bucks. I was not a happy camper, Jim. Ouch. So, uh, man, maybe Epic Games really is an evil company, Brian. I think I think they know what they're doing. I'll say that. So yeah, I uh, you know I was not very happy. He got what he wanted, but I told him I said I'm not buying you any more V Bucks. Maybe on Christmas or your birthday, somebody else can buy you stuff. But that's it for from now on. Fun little follow up to that. So Brian and his family came over to watch the Super Bowl yesterday. Happy hangover to everybody as we record this on the 12th of February. Mm -hmm. God knows my morning was an absolute nightmare at work, but life so maybe i shouldn't have nine beers during a four-hour game but you know who's to say but uh yeah so i set up because our daughters were going to be playing you know dolls and stuffies and princesses stuff his son's not going to have any interest in mm -hmm. so i downloaded fortnite to my xbox for him i already had minecraft on there and stuff like that so immediately immediately when he finally gets into it he jumps right to the store and he's like, he's like, oh, they have to, we can I can download turtles here. And Brian's like, don't you dare. Yeah. He like Fortnite, your sons of bitches, because you refresh the content every day. So he knows to just look at the store and be like, what's there? Um, yeah. Uh so I've I've done that for a little bit. I did Dead by Daylight. I streamed that on Twitch for a little bit. Um, but honestly, the only other game I was able to play was uh Call of Duty, which I haven't played since it came out. Did some Warzone with our buddies, and, it, dude, it was a ton of fun because I don't know if you've ever had this before. I've kind of, like, other than shit we do for the site, I've lost the itch to just want to sit down and play a game. Oh, yeah. I've definitely had that. And and the problem with me is, like, 
that that was like my favorite pastime forever. Actually, last year, like the early part of doing the twenty three, sure it's starting the year playing fucking Shadow the Hedgehog didn't help. But like after that and like pushing to do the fifty games, I was kinda like, Ah, oh, fuck man, I kinda just want to take a break. Yeah. Now luckily kind of moving forced it on me, but like those couple first couple games I played for last year, like I was not enjoying myself. Even the games I kinda liked, I was still like not really having a fun time. Yeah. Oh, it felt like work. Yeah, and I and that's the thing is I've never had this feel like games have always been my for like I don't really watch TV. Um I love movies, but even them like if I watch one or two a week, that's a lot for me. So video games have always been my way of like escapism. And I I haven't had that itch in a while. So uh kind of like Shawn Michaels, you could say I lost my smile with video games. See what I did there? Don't. But uh, no, playing Call of Duty and playing some of these, it's been a lot of fun. So I feel like I have the urge to want to play a lot more now. So I'm looking forward to that. But uh, other than that, I haven't played much. I'm going to get right back on Duke Nukem with Duke Nukem 3D. I'm hoping in the next few days because we're supposed to be getting snow. I don't know what's going to happen there. But, Chambers, you did hit on something. Uh, Your hangover and... uh, didn't take my, didn't take my liquid IV before bed. <laughs> Ran out of magic mind, so didn't even have that pick me up during the work day. Oh boy, what a day! Did not feel like drinking. That's for goddamn sure tonight. And now we're recording this a second time. Guess who broke into his third beer? How how <laughs> plans change? I was gonna say, what have we been drinking, Chambers? Because I bought these specific for us because they're from the Von C, which we're establishing in 2020, which is you just spit all over me. I sure did. And uh, in twenty, fuck, <laughs> Jimmy, never been squirted on. <laughs> I'd probably rather have pee than you spit. <laughs> um, but no, Von C. So if you're from the Philly area or PA, they, they come from Norristown. It's not that good of an area, but this is their their Vienna style lager, five point five percent. Here's the deal. We've already went through two of these big boys. I ha- this is the last sip I have. The beer is delicious. It's um the same style that you would have from Sam Adams, and a lot of people mistake Sam Adams for other like macro beers with the lager style. But with the Vienna, you get a little bit more of the malt, a little bit more of the bready flavor. I get a lot of the bread in the back end. Yeah, in the aftertaste, and it's uh, very very much coats your it, it coats the back of your throat without being overpowering. Yeah, it's 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 a very good like I told Jim last time, we definitely need to do a blind taste test because I want to see what is it like to do those back to back. Does this beat Sam Adams? Does Sam Adams hold up? I don't Have know. To see. But what do you? I mean, what's your? I mean, you're giving an early review in the podcast. Well, I have experience <laughs> for reasons. But no, I mean, I very much enjoyed it. Like. Like I said, I had no desire to drink beer, and our little sipping beer while we were going to review was the Jenny Oktoberfest, which, it's Jenny. It's it Jenny. Is what it yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. So, I was just like, oh, God, I'm so not in a drinking mood. But no, I actually really enjoyed this. So, for me to be as in, not in a drinking mood as possible, something to be said there for that. I think, I think any beer drinker can enjoy this, like whether you like macro or if you like craft, there's something here for everyone, really. Yeah. So, Jambers. Just... Try not to drive to Norristown for it. Yeah, don't go to Norristown. Um, 
Jamer, so you did go, bring up a good point when you're talking about games you're playing and the whole reason why we're here together. Because we got together to review Bionic Commando, which was our last Patreon review request, which we still have a few outstanding $5 tier folks. Get your requests in. Make sure you let us know what do you want us to review. But, Jambers, that brings me to what questions we got this week. Patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game. Where for as little as two measly dollars a month, you can ask a question that we will answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. So, first up, once again, from Brian Reese. What retro sports game could you kick the other person's ass in? So, Jambers, I thought about this last time oh really what half hour ago <laughs> and uh here's the deal when we did all the nes games and some of the early ones i tended to beat you in almost all of them and the funny part is i'm not that good at sports games like unless it's something i play a lot i'm really just i don't care about them i'm not that good at them but i beat you in like all of our recordings i think you've beat me in like one maybe like two fight. yeah um so it's like kind of I'm not, I'm not a guy who's good at things right away. <laughs> yeah. I see I'm the inverse where if I start if if you and me start on anything for the first time, chances are I'll probably beat you. But if you if Jim and I like say uh, use whatever, NBA Jam, if, if he decided to dedicate and get perfect at it, he would learn all the little tricks whereas like I would probably not. I'd be like I'm still just having fun with it. Um but I think one that I would I would feel confident and probably continuing to be able to beat them in would probably be Tecmo Super Bowl. I, it is my guess when it comes to those like really retro games. Yeah, like um, I would probably say, right? What game would I say? NHL Breakaway '98 on the <laughs> yeah. N64 because that's like a game that like my bro- older brother and I played the absolute hell of out, out of back in the day. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be a little more slurry this time. <laughs> Oh, no, we're still muted. No, I'm just kidding. Don't. <laughs> I am not doing this a third time. They will get their awkward Jim, intro Jim, in the last all, half of an all episode. All you do is shit for a third time. <laughs> I sure do, don't I? Seems to be my gimmick lately. Uh, Every day is a blessing. <laughs> but, yeah, like that's probably like the one game that like I would actually like. I'm pretty sure I'd be confident to do it. I know the tricks. It's kind of exploitable. I mean, it's an N64 era hockey game. How mad would you be if I beat you on that first? I play? would be depressed <laughs> as fuck. I'd be. I mean, I wouldn't be inconsolable. Andy Reid just won another Super Bowl outside of being an Eagle coach. So, you know, I have that to fall back on for my rage. But outside of that, yes, it would be pretty bad. So here's the th- thing you and I have talked. I mean,. Not only do we want to do like dead servers, we want to start getting back together because as you've seen on Instagram, TikTok, all the social medias, I've been posting about us going to breweries. Jim and I went this past weekend to two of them. We talked about we're going to get together more often, at least once a month, go hit up a bunch of them. But we also want to do that with drinking games because that's part of the fun of this page for us is... We love getting together. You get real sloppy. So we can definitely hit up some of these old school sports games. Um, I think you would probably beat me. One game I know I've always been terrible in is honestly the Mutant League games. I love the shit out of them, but I'm terrible. I'm bad at them too, though. So that would actually be good. Just uh, being a nice little cavalcade of failure right there. Jim, you know we both haven't played in a while since we've done the video for it? 
uh, the UFC game. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> no. No, thank you. And you know what the funny part is? I sometimes rewatch it. You could probably be a new one. You could be like CM Punk, and I could still be fucking Bones Jones and find a way to lose. <laughs> but that's the thing. I rem- it, It's so funny because I look back at those, and the one like match where I was like, oh, there is this ability. like You could get a flash knockout, and you actually got it on me, and I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, I was taking it easy on you, and you were so mad. You're like, you're probably just going to submit me every time. And I was like, no, I won't. I only did it as like GSP once. But you were so mad. And, and then the one time you almost had me out. <laughs> yep. And you still found a way to tap me out. Just caught my fucking arm and put me in like some bullshit arm bar. Your face was like a pancake, and you still arm barred me yeah. in one. Fucker. Here's the deal. The thing I think Jim will always consistently beat me in is probably most fighting games because he has that very uh, turtle shell style where he just holds block the whole time, which annoys the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, I don't have the patience for that. So I think style of games, that's what Jim will beat me in most. With sports games, if he knows even a little bit about it, it's probably more competitive. But if it's first time, I'll probably get him the first time. Golf games, I'd probably win. I don't know. I beat you a bunch of times on those, too. The they, one wait, wait. The only difference is I don't know shit about golf, so you still have to tell me the club I need to use. And you no, get fuck you. I'm not that. doing that this time. <laughs> I fucking held your goddamn hand and your dick during and, all and this playthroughs. And I still beat you. And you're like, oh, I fucking won. Yo, Look at I me. beat you. In, what, what was that one we did for the – was it the uh, the Yokoi kids? The golf game for that? Yeah. we did. Was it just – You straight, were so pissed. It was Game Boy Golf. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were like, fuck that. <laughs> oh, I was mad. I was a mad boy. <laughs> no, that is a great question. We do want to get back to just playing. So. <laughs> and our scores in that reflected like my real life golf scores when I shoot like a 150. Got him. Awful at real <sighs> golf. You know, go with the wood. Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Thank you for the question. <laughs> the next up from Burn Retinas. Some of the games I've planned in my Beat 5 franchise are ones I've beaten for level 50. Should I crush those titles again or add one extra from a retro, from a respective franchise so it doesn't look like I'm cooking the books on this? Nah. Don't, don't worry about it. Listen, uh, the, le- what, the whole purpose of the Beat 5 franchise was to... It should be very easy. We limit it. It's not many games per franchise. And I felt the same way. Like I just beat Alone in the Dark. I don't want to have to beat the first one again to qualify, even though I know there's still three or four more games that I bought all of them on like Steam or GOG, whichever one. I'm going to play through them and I'm just going to say, yeah, I beat it. So if you did level 50, if you did 23 and 23 and you just beat like the first game or whatever in a franchise, just count it towards whatever franchise you want to finish. Yeah. Don't kill yourself over this. We're not sticklers. Jim's a little bit of a stickler. I'm not. I'm I'm trying to do I'm trying to do all new games again just for the sake of hitting the backlog. But like like I'm doing Rocket Knight right now. But last year I fucked up and played well, whatever. I played Rocket Knight on the three sixty last year, so I'm gonna have to play that again since we wouldn't do reviews of all these games so we can do these entire franchises as much as we yeah. can. So No, but the biggest thing, enjoy the the point is like for Jim and I, we try to think of games like and and these these challenges because you want to complete shit, right? Like, we all have crazy collections. I know I have some that I'm like, I just want to get through it. Bless you. And then also, if, like, you... We've talked, like, I think it's been a question a few times. Like, what franchises have we never played or whatever? 
that's part of this too. Like I never went through all of Duke Nukem and Duke Nukem 3D is one of my favorite games of all time. I was like, I've never played forever. Some of the spinoffs. It's just an excuse for me to fuck around with that. Yeah. Like I plan on doing Metroid prime, which I've never touched that series outside of like 10 minutes. So, yeah. So burn, don't, don't, uh, burn yourself out. So in our first recording, <laughs> I was already sick of the fucking puns because through the review and through the first time going through that, and I have I've had to do it all over again. I'm like, I'm on like triple the puns now. It's it's your way. Three three. <sighs> sure is, isn't it? <laughs> three dicks a day keeps your doctor away. Isn't that what they say? Hey hey hey! <laughs> Damn I just it. may. <laughs> now, nah, but great question. Yes, and once again, thank you to everyone out there for all the support. We really do appreciate it. Head on over to Patreon, get those bonus segments, get those questions in, check out the bonus reviews, have some review requests of your own. Go nuts, the link is below. And you know what? Anything you do really helps out the page. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Just, if you have questions, please get them in. And if you need those reviews, let us know what you want us to check out. Yep, and if you need to learn something, head on over to Skillshare.com. Use our code DBPG30. Learn something. You can get a class, get a year of one class, and you know what? You can wind up learning a skill, wind up learning a language. The world's your oyster. Jim, some people could say you know nothing. Yeah, some people would say that. Some people like my lovely wife. While we're all hanging out together. So I have to retell this story. So... You know, you think we're doing this, I'd be less mad, but I'm not. <laughs> so it was a much cleaner transition the first time we yeah, did it. Yeah, yeah. However, I'm, I'm pissed we missed that transition. That was really fun. However, so yesterday when we were watching, you know, we're all over Jim's house for Super Bowl. Um, you know, Jim's telling a story about he's seen his parents. They mentioned something about he needs a Jimmy, you need to get your masters in case something happens with your job. Yeah. And he goes, you know, like, oh, it. If that ever happened, I would just become a consultant and be fine. And without fucking hesitation, his wife, and it was unironic and very serious. She's like, you couldn't be a consultant. You don't know anything. And it was so like, what the f- It was like, very real. It was a very <laughs> real visceral reaction. Everyone just like was breaking down. But Jim, he was not having it. He was not happy. But we laughed so hard because it was just so unexpected. Like, like he said it so casually. He's like, I just become a consultant. And he like kind of sat back. And she just goes, boom. <laughs> you know, there's nothing like having a long, hard day of work, coming home to your loving family, coming home to a good woman who's always there to support you. Nothing like it. Uh, Best feeling in the world. It was, uh, that was one for the books. Every day is a blessing. <laughs> so thank you guys for the support. Why don't so you much. make sure you don't end up like Jim or Fredo? I'm a schmott. I'm a schmott, Mikey. I can do things. I'm a schmott. <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Jesus! You know, you can do your clapstick without doing it as loud as humanly possible. I've been playing drums since I was 14. My ears fucked up, and I can't do loud noise as well. And all of a sudden, dude! Christ! Oh, shit. Oh.
You guys always think my clap isn't loud when it's on there, but it's because the mic <sighs> automatically it gates, it gates itself. <laughs> and when we do it on Zoom, it automatically gates, so like you don't hear it at all unless like it's actually like Brian hears it on his <sighs> end, but we don't hear it on the call. Uh, I have a loud clap. Ah, oh, fucking. You know it's gonna be a clip, right? <laughs> you know nothing. All right, so just do the segment for the fifth time and let's end this goddamn night. All right, so Chambers, uh, shockingly, Power World has already been dethroned by, of all things, Helldivers 2, which I know you know all about. I mean, I'm such a huge fan of Helldiver 1, so I talk about, really. <sighs> I mean, here's the deal. PlayStation decided, let's dive in. <laughs> so the gimmick for this game, the reason that it's actually newsworthy, because the actual gameplay loop, it's like you and four others get dropped into a zone yeah. and you fight off hordes of shit. Something that's like a thousand other games like that before. And I'm sure the meme of Power World dying off, like it sold eight million copies in six days. Yeah. So I'm sure everyone who wanted it basically has it at this point. So I don't even know how much many games this has sold, but the big selling point is the fact it's the first game by Sony's studios to come out day one on PS5 and PC. Yeah. So you instantly have that cross-play potential. So, I mean, it seems like a safe title to test the waters with to see how people interested people would be because, you know, it's a game no one fucking knows about. So if it doesn't do well, they go, huh, all right, maybe they're not ready for it yet. But if it's doing, you know, if it's topping the charts, then... It'll probably lead to other releases coming to PC day one. I look at this kind of like Warframe. Fucking year. <laughs> where, I really don't, where I really don't understand the appeal other than it's free, it's on PC, it's on PlayStation. Whatever the case is, I looked at the gameplay and I went, it's, it's fine. But to do numbers the way it did is shocking. Because Pal World had the, like... It's fucking Pokemon with guns. Who doesn't want to kind of see that? Right. This one, I'm like, it's another third-person shooter. Another third-person horde game. Yeah, I don't care. So, whatever. We'll see what comes out of that. I mean, I know... I mean, everyone shits on Xbox, and rightfully so, for not having any games. But, I mean, PS5 really doesn't have that many games, too, either. No. So, you guys let us know in the comments below. Is this a game you've played, want to play, how you feel about it? You let us know. Yeah, and get ready for a possible awkward transition back into the rest of the episode. Terrible transition. But I mean, talking about crossover, we covered last week, Chambers, Xbox, Microsoft. There was a lot of big news last week, and we said that uh, Phil Spencer was going to be giving out bigger news. So what, is he, what did he say? Yeah, so basically to quell a lot of the rumors from last week about, you know, Xbox is getting out of the console business, all of these games are coming to PS5. Uh, he did an internal town hall and, you know, just among employees. And apparently the biggest news that came from it is one that Xbox is still definitely planning on making and releasing consoles, at least for the time being. And two, that he's going to have like a big news briefing sometime this week. So as of recording this, like, I don't know, a couple hours ago, it said that there's going to be a podcast or a presentation of some sort on Thursday the 15th. So by the time this episode comes out, you're going to know because I'm sure that'll be big news. But, yeah, we're going to hear more about their plans for the future is what they're saying. Yeah, like I said, my only guesses could be maybe it is the announcement of, for sure, bringing Game Pass to the new Switch console, whatever the hell that's going to be, whenever that's going to be. That would be huge. Um, I can't see it being a new console. Price cut, price cut, price cut, price cut, price cut, price cut. I'd like that. 
Oh. And maybe I finally get one. And then I can play Call of Duty and not jitter the entire <laughs> time. Uh, I mean, a new console, maybe, but I, uh, I, 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 and when I like say new slim, console, like, like yeah, like a Series slim X. version. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I'm trying to think, like, could there be a new game that would be spark enough interest for me to care about? I don't know, man. Uh, maybe another new Halo? I don't know. That'll be a big shadow drop. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Um, otherwise, yeah, if they do announce that some... Maybe they announce, like, two games are going to PlayStation. Maybe. That, that could be news. Yeah. Like, no. Starfield would be... It would It would both make sense and be a major kick in the dick for Xbox people. I think Starfield would make all the sense, since it... I don't, I don't know what its final sales numbers are, but I can't imagine it was what they were hoping. No, probably not. Very yeah. divisive. Yeah. So, you know we're, we, we're going to keep following this. I mean, something's going to come out of all this. Just don't know what. Yeah. No. Uh, come on. Price cut. Price cut. Price cut. Price cut. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. I am cheap. Just buy it. Stop buying your hentai games and you can do it. No. <laughs> Just fucking do it. No. No. So... You won't buy shit that makes sense that you get a lot of pleasure out of, but you would buy this latest stupid ass item. Because <laughs> Brian, we're bringing uh, bringing back the old weird gaming items. We love us some weird shit, Brian. To call this weird would be an understatement because I get weird, but then I see completely unnecessary and. Why don't you try to explain to us, Jim, what is the Super NES tripod mount? Well, Brian, you might not know this, but apparently in some small niche circles, the Game Boy camera is kind of like a means of artistic expression, Brian. Put your own little spin on things. Make your art. Maybe do something boudoir, even. I don't you dare. I I hate this so much. <laughs> I hate this with a passion. So, yeah, this comes to us from... Uh, chrisgrave.com so or guarway uh, i don't know who this guy is seems like he's a youtuber an artist a photographer uh and yeah uh he really likes using the game boy camera but like you know holding and mounting a game boy is kind of a pain in the dick so one way people like to do it is to use a super game boy inside of a super nes but you know you're seeing that on books it's not the most it's not the most secure thing in the world so he had to make his own solution brian He's an innovator. He made him a tripod stand for it. I just, you know, as someone who innovated enough with my broken tripod and had to zip tie it to another tripod just to make this work right now, I respect that element of it. But I hate that this is a thing, and I hate that, as you said, somebody needs to use this to just just try to be unique. Yep. So, yeah, he's in a band, and he likes to shoot his music videos with this. So, I mean, it's a different idea. I'll give him that. And hey, kudos to him. He's not holding anything back. He put like, the, if you're into 3D printing, he put the file on his page, the articles below. So if you want a tripod for your Super NES and you have a 3D printer, there you go. Jim, get one. I kind of respect it. Would yeah. I ever use it? No. I, I, mean, mean, I don't have a 3D printer either. So, Out of respect to your band... You should shoot in. <laughs> we should. <laughs> More things should. Have, oh man, I should. I I do have like three connects. I should find a way to like. Uh, I wonder if someone ever made some kind of like video recording thing using the Connect camera. Maybe. I mean, we have buddies who utilize the 360 camera. Yeah, they were trying to make a fitness thing out of that back in the day. 
People do strange things with strange items, Chambers. Yeah, something for everyone, Bri. Hey, Bri, we should start filming this show on Connect. <laughs> God damn it. Use the Connect 2 and finally get some use out of that. No one got use out of that thing. As they should not have. So, guys, if you want to send Jim a tripod, he will shoot his video in it. Yes, I will. If someone wants to print it out and give it to me, I will gladly take that. Fuck, Jim. I'll put the good use. So, Chambers. Start my own fansly, because OnlyFans is for normies. What is the difference? I don't know. I hope there's more hole in the other one. In which one? It doesn't matter. Is it, it, I mean, I, I'm... Life pretty... is just a series of holes for me, Brian. I'm... Uh, damn it, Jim. <laughs> Stumped him. <laughs> Fuck. I don't Still even know baby. what to say. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Make a transition from that. <sighs> so, Chambers... Speaking of holes, Call of Duty. Okay. Um, you know, it's known for many things. It can be divisive amongst gamers because they hate that normies love it so much. It's obviously, arguably, the most popular franchise in gaming history. One Re- of them, yeah. Helped really revitalize the gaming industry, whatever you want to call it. Um, you and I have a lot of connections to this. And I know you were a tiny bit later getting really getting into it yourself. But uh, we talk about which is better. And this week, I wanted to go over two, I think, of the most iconic title screens. And nobody thinks about Call of Duty's title screens as, like, music that you would go, oh, yeah. But as soon as I heard these, I just got flooded with memories. All right. So um, I picked two of the biggest ones. Now, one... What I will ask is, I know this one game is your favorite. Okay. So I'll say just try to just stick to the music itself. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to start off with Call of Duty Black Ops, main menu theme. Go. So we're going to listen right now, and we'll be right back. All right, so that's just a little sample of the Black Ops menu theme. I mean, Jim's favorite, Call of Duty, definitely one of mine. I mean, that game is, it's still just fucking mwah. But then, debatably, the game that, you know, there's a lot of games you could argue put Call of Duty on the map. Uh, but Modern Warfare 2, this is the other theme. Because it's probably the most popular of any Call of Duty of all time. So, let's listen to this one. All right, so we are back. So, Chambers, I know you have a lot more nostalgia and love for the Black Ops one. Yes. Um, you know, here's the deal. As someone who has been very invested, even before probably you were, both of them, they, they hit different ways, right? They, they connect great gaming memories. But just sitting here listening to them, there's definitely two different fields. With Modern Warfare 2... Kind of feel like a little more, I hate to use the term, but it's like Michael Bayish, like something epic's happening. But with Black Ops, it definitely has that like dark ops, like some shit's going down. It's low key. Yeah. And that connects more with me. Like I go, the Black Ops one, it's more layered. There's a lot more going on. I love 
just the range of instruments used. And it's just maybe so low-key. Like, what's the term now? Lo-fi? That's like music. I feel like that's what that is, but in a tactical sense. Whereas the other one's a little more in-your-face. You know what it is? Um, and, I mean, yeah, there's probably nostalgia coming into this for me, too. But, I mean, one um, even after hearing them, because I really wanted to like be blown away by Modern Warfare 2's music, and I, it seemed like generic. It seemed like the music I would expect from a Call of Duty game. Yeah. And it's fine. It's a perfectly fine track. Nothing wrong with it. Perfect background noise for a menu screen and stuff like that. It's fine. But I was just like, eh, it's a Call of Duty song. Where, like, Black Ops, it's definitely more subdued. It's definitely more low-key. I have the nostalgia, too. But I, don't know, I just like just like the very subtle violin work and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's like an 11-minute track, too. Like, it's so, like, if you listen to the entire thing, like, it's a full-on orchestral kind of thing. Yeah. But, yeah, it definitely, like, fits the vibe of the game that it's trying to go for, too. Where it's like Modern 2's music, you could pop that into any duty, and it'll be like, yeah, that works. See, I was going to choose Modern 4. Uh, or, I'm like you, sorry, like you couldn't put Black Ops' music. Sorry to cut you off. But yeah. You couldn't put like Black Ops' music into like Infinite Warfare. Yeah, it would be very odd. No, I mean, here's the deal, and that's one of the things. I mean, how, how often do we hum or have said call of duty songs, especially like old Russian i was gonna say music. i mean i thought you were gonna put in the world at war like the i, Russian I, I was going to and honestly world at war to me would have like i don't know if i could have overcame my bias with that game so that's why i didn't put it in yeah um i was trying to be like okay let me pick the ones of the most popular games but call of duty they they put effort in and even though some of them might sound similar, they're not just repeats of the same songs. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah. I'm going Black Ops. Jim is going Black Ops. I want to hear what do you guys think. And if you have any suggestions or things you'd like to see us do, which is better against, you let us know in the comments below. It doesn't matter if you're watching on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook, TikTok. It doesn't matter. You let us know below. Hit all them socials. Let us know. Hell yeah. So, Jambers, what's your thoughts on this beer? It's really good. Um, I don't have anything like outwardly to be like, oh, this really hit this kind of note for me, or you know, it really stood out in this way. It's a very, it's a very solid lager. Uh, it's got a nice like bready mouthfeel in the back mm-hmm. end to it. Definitely get that breadiness in there. Yeah, and yeah, no, I mean it's delicious. It was very smooth drinking. I don't feel like somehow like you know how like a five percent will somehow sneak up on you sometimes. Yeah, it's definitely like not happening here. But, I mean, and considering that the last thing I wanted to do today was drink beer, I actually enjoyed this. So there's <laughs> something to be said for that. Yeah, I would. this is one, because it's the Vienna style, I'd love to do a blind taste test with this and Sam Adams and see oh, yeah. which one do we actually like. It's perfectly sweet. I mean, I'm going through my second one already. Like, I'm enjoying the shit out of it. Um, yeah, nothing bad to say about it. Norristown, you might be turning me around. Yeah, I mean, it's another, well, it's not, it's not go crazy, Brian. <laughs> Look, just because they got a cheap warehouse like all the other breweries do, you know? I, I mean, hey, it's, some would say it's uh, utilizing what's there, Jim. It's just some more gentrification thanks to craft beer. That's all that's going to happen there. USA. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Isn't that what we did with the country? I mean, come on. I'm just saying. <laughs> Can of worms. Manifest destiny through beer. 
So with that, guys, we want to say thank you all so, so much for watching, for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button. Like Jim said, we're trying to hit 10K this year. So any support you can do, share it with your friends. We'd really appreciate it. And if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, make sure to hit the subscribe button, give us a five-star rating, and whatever you want to write in the comments, even if you want to bash us, make fun of Jim, we will read it on each and every one of these Power Hour podcasts. Happens a lot. With that, we want to say have a good night, everyone. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Fuck Andy Reid.